0: everybody welcome back to the pool box pals i am mark and this is my buddy monk over here and if you notice we got a third pal today and uh, this oh, yeah. is andy header yes this is the guy uh and andy you want to introduce yourself
1: hi yes i am andy header i just uh ran away to get a drink and came back <laughs> <And grabbed another laughs> um, i uh, have listened to the show i think since the beginning i may have missed the episode here or there um i'll see a new uh monk from being yeah. on uh living in the same area and mark i just i know you from the show and i, I kind of unofficially yeah. officially met you but uh,
0: we, we chat we her. chat through instagram what? for the most part but but i know that you and you and tim bump yes, into each yes. other all the time at the comic book shop so mm-hmm. yeah uh, yeah it's, it's always a really nice time
2: because yeah. And then we get to stand there and chat and then we both are like, We've been here too long. We gotta go do something else. But uh yeah, now we get to do that in uh over cyberspace. So that's mm-hmm. fun. Yeah.
3: Virtual world. <sighs> oh, cool. I well, always feel bad man.
2: though when like talk in
1: the comic shop a little bit because uh like we stand right. like Where the counter is is also the door. So like, if anyone wants to come in, it's kind of like, right. dudes, just stand there. It's like, I no <laughs> wonder if I could do it. I was talking about comic books. But then, if you're coming to the comic <laughs> store,
0: like, like, I want to chat, but yeah. I don't want to be rude to all these other fine folks <laughs> trying to get in and out of here.
1: <laughs> I thought
2: that movie was horrible. <laughs> yeah, we're just but standing uh, there spoiling comics. Like, I can't yeah. believe Batman did such and such. <laughs> yeah. Oh,
0: That's not true. All right. Well, how's everybody? Well, I've never had anything
2: day? spoiled for me at the shop. Oh,
0: <laughs> no, never. Oh,
2: <laughs> my. Uh, my week's been pretty good. Mostly, uh, I, I this past weekend, there's a retaining wall in my backyard, and I had to put uh, a concrete, crack, uh concrete like top on it so that water would stop going in and freezing and cracking mm-hmm. the wall. So I spent yeah, yeah. A, my entire weekend doing that, and boy, howdy, do I wish I had a cement mixer because. These scrawny ass arms aren't uh, meant for such a thing.
0: I mean, they look bigger <laughs> this week. We so buy. That's that's good. That's because they were closer to the camera. <laughs> the camera is... uh-huh.
1: Yeah. Looking all that cement.
2: But Andy, I would yeah. love to see have an arm wrestling contest between you and Mark because you're both pretty fit. <laughs> I would I would wager that you would win. My money is on Andy. All right, um, if, maybe, um, but we're like
0: never. If we are ever in the same town, I'll, I'll do it. But uh, I have I have no confidence <laughs> well, in my arm wrestling ability.
1: <laughs> uh, I yeah, I've it? done it sometimes. Like sometimes you don't think I'll beat you, but then it's just like and you're right down. It's like wow. But some people just yeah. have usually uh, wrong strength in their arm. I don't I don't know.
2: Yeah, well, I heard. No, well, Close to your chest. You got to be like close to your chest. You can't, if you're farther away, it's harder to like get the leverage, but if you're closer to the chest, you can do it.
3: Yeah. Mm, I, I you
2: know from all the arm wrestling it, contests said- I've been in.
0: My, uh, my best friend <laughs> yeah, growing up had a,
3: <laughs>
0: my best friend growing up had a certain technique to arm wrestling. And I, uh, I watched him take down some guys who you would not have, you know, put your money on my friend, <laughs> he was like yeah that guy's gonna win (laughs) yeah yeah i think it's just the staring he just stares into their Mm -hmm. eyes and devours their soul no he has he just has like uh yeah a a technique where he's not only pushing but he's like pulling but he's all he also like work construction all like his entire life so his his forearms Mm -hmm. are really strong and that's really the Mm -hmm. muscle you're using Mm -hmm. in
3: yeah And it
0: kind of like you can use
1: the other hand, like hold the tape, but you ever see them professional ones where they have like a little like joystick to hold and like (laughs) yeah.
0: Yeah, Yeah, dude, over the top. (laughs) Well, they're playing Pac-Man. Yeah.
1: (laughs) 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 Also getting the high score (laughs) as I don't use your arm. (laughs)
2: Wow. All right. Uh, Well. Let's, let's, you want to talk some comics,
0: guys? How we feeling about <laughs> comic books? Let's, let's, let's get into some comics. Uh Andy, you want to, sure. you want to show us what you pulled this week?
1: Yeah. So uh I had a very large week, uh, which was a lot after New York Comic Con, where it, that's, you just spend money there. So I was like, oh man, this is a lot. So <laughs> yeah. I think I got, geez, 10, maybe 12. Bucks. So we'll start off with the Indies. So I got, I, yeah. my camera my, is not the best, but I got spawn oh let me let me if i hold it like right here
0: yeah hold it there you uh, go
1: issue 334 and the cool thing about spawn it's 2.99 it's card stock it's 32 pages and there's no ads so it's like the most bang for your buck out of comics now because like right here in the back i don't know if you can see it oh wow yeah 99 most comics are 3 4.99 so start with spawn uh one of my you, spawn Yes, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles.
0: Um, this is issue one through
1: three. I have been on this book since issue 100 I died. Um, and it's been very good. And they added the third turtle, um, Jenica. She's a girl turtle. And they're bringing yeah, a bunch yeah, of yeah. people from the cartoon in. So it, it's really good. I, I recommend it. And still, uh, Kevin Eastman has been like riding the turtles forever. Um, this one yeah. shot I seen today. Uh, Chilling Adventures of Salem the Cat. This is uh, Sabrina's uh, cat from Teenage Witch. Uh, you know, from the Netflix series and the comic. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. horribly so. Um, that's a Turtle Bermit. Uh Ghost Rider, which is very good if you like horror books. This is more horror than um, oh. superhero stuff. That is issue seven of Ghost Rider. Really?
0: Yes. Yeah, check it's- that
1: out. Ed Brisson is doing the writing. I don't know if you're familiar with him. He wrote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've- all right, him, and, and then it goes to Benjamin Percy, I believe. Yes, yeah, so uh, Ghost Rider is very good. It's very, like, he's trapped in this weird, like, horror world, and then he kind of gets out of it, but, like, it's, like, in his head. It's And that's my cat jumps up. Get okay, oh, There goodness. you go. There <laughs> he goes. Gambit um, okay, okay, issue four uh, by, by Chris, Chris Claremont, longtime X-Men writer. Gambit has been good so far, but I am behind the two issues. Here's their one-shot Punisher War Journal. Um this one's called mm. Brother. I, I don't even know. He was in my pool and I was like, okay, I like Punisher. The current Punisher series by Jason Aaron has been fantastic. Um, not to spoil it, but they bring his wife and uh you know they try to bring his kids back. So his wife's alive again, and then the, he's working for the hand, like the uh, evil um like foot clan Metro runs, and the like, guy like goes, Well, you we'll keep mm-hmm. your wife and keep her alive, but you gotta work for us. So that's basically the whole gist huh. of the Punisher run. Um, Fantastic Four, which I'm woefully behind on issue 48. This <laughs> is uh, wrapping up Dan far I don't think he writes this. I think Dan checked out before issue 50, but it ends at issue 50. And then uh, see. there we go. Um, yeah, it ends in issue 50. I forget who is writing Fantastic Four. Maybe Mark Wade? I'm not sure. Um, Captain. Uh, I,
2: I, I know our buddy Carl, who watched recently, jumped on. I think it's Alex Rojas Maybe
1: is that right? Oh, does that would, sound familiar? He does. He, oh, I think he he's like the, the Art, artist oh. that does like the real like classic uh, like 1950s looking yeah. paint, painted style. So I I don't mm-hmm. think he writes. But
0: I don't know. Yeah, who's I on think I might.
2: So I think it might be somebody with a similar name. Let's see if I can figure yeah, it out.
0: Uh, are we are we still I, talking I Fantastic it. Four?
2: Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Yes. Uh,
0: it's uh David David Popose. Hmm. I, I don't I'm I am i not go because it is oh, it that the... yeah,
1: that's who's currently on it right now. So this issue here, uh oh. is writing this, but it at issue this is 48, and at 50 it yeah. ends, and they're going to relaunch it in the new number one because Marvel loves to do that. And yeah. then whoever mm-hmm. is on one is a bigger writer who I'm totally blanking out on. I mean, Captain Marvel, forty-two. It's written by Kelly Thompson, one of my uh, current favorite writers. She did this series. She did the Black Widow series, which is really good. She did a Gem in the Hologram series, and uh, like, oh, what was the what's the girl version of the Hardy Boys? The the book, um, uh, Nancy Drew. Nancy
0: Drew. Yeah,
1: she, she did a six issue Nancy Drew mini series, which wasn't bad. Um, <laughs> so Captain Marvel is uh, a pretty dope. I got a few more here. I know that's long. Uh, Superman, Son of Kal El, written no, by Tom ahead. Taylor. This book is fantastic. If you're not reading Superman or Nightwing, they're probably my top two books at DC right now, both written by Tom Taylor. Okay. Um, that, Girls, that's I a good
0: recommendation.
1: Yes. Yes. And uh, I, Superman is wrapping up because they're changing it to Adventures of Superman for the um, Jonathan Kent book. And then Superman, Clark Kent will be in action. And then I guess just Superman, they're doing a whole like Superman family relaunch kind of um, they got to stir exactly. the pot again with Superman. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which and I see the picture; like the art looks awesome and it looks cool, but it's like now the two Super Boys, it's very confusing. And then there's the Superman of China, and then Super Supergirl. And it's like oh yeah, this might be too much. <laughs> I didn't
3: know
0: there was but, a, knows, a Superman of like China. <laughs>
2: Yeah. Oh, my goodness.
1: Backgirls, uh written by Becky Cloonan. I read a couple of shows. Of this. this is pretty good. It's kind of seemed more aimed at, like, teens, but it, it, it's still good. I like the art. It's, like, a cartoony art style. Um, book I always get just because Wonder Woman 792, they uh, they did take their numbers back to, like, the original numbers because it was, like, you know, one that went to, like, 52. And then they relaunched it again, one, and went to 52 again. And now it's uh, yeah. 50, Becky Cloonan yeah. also writing Wonder Woman. So Wonder Woman is pretty good. Yeah. Um, two more we're gonna wrap it up with daredevil issue four and this is still chip sadarsky uh his run has yeah. been awesome so far it's like electra ended De- daredevil as the daredevils so them two together mm-hmm. and then finally i read the first issue it was pretty good i don't know how long i'm gonna hang on to it, but all out avengers I, I did think it was going to be like just non-stop action but it's more like a regular book right uh, just Avengers well, yeah. it, The first issue to bad, so I always give like I tell people: if you read the first one, if you re- if you hate the first one, don't get the second.
0: But if you well, read the first and you're still like, eh, read the second. And, and- if you're still like that, drop it. Yeah, Tim, you got the first one, didn't you?
2: Yeah, because Andy Avengers, recommended yeah. it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm. I, I like I said at the time that I reviewed it, I thought it was a perfectly serviceable story, but it just I just can't invest into a mm-hmm. whole. Avengers arc. I don't, I'm assuming yeah. it's going to be a mini series. I don't think it's going to be ongoing because the story seemed like it's set in between like, yeah, events.
1: Like Marvel likes to do the hey, it's six issues, but if it makes money, we might give it 10. And if it mm-hmm. makes more money, it's an ongoing. So,
0: yeah. For
3: right
1: now, I think it's six.
0: Uh, yeah. And Mar- yeah. Marvel can just keep going back to the drawing board all they want. So, it doesn't yeah. really matter how many issues of a series they release, they can just start over whatever
3: mm-hmm.
0: yeah but i i miss those long numbers like
2: when you were just listening yeah. off like all the dcs and like that they're in the hundreds like obviously we have the legacy number there behind like the one or two on the corner but like i don't know i think it is obviously it's intimidating for new readers to jump on it like issue 127 or whatever but like yeah. if it's a good story you should be able to that shouldn't be a problem you know
1: yeah, I agree, yeah. especially when they say like part one of the you know the the dark witch saga or whatever, and then like oh I can jump on this one because that's part <laughs> yeah. one fill in the blanks, and I think when there's the higher number like oh look it's you know like like action right now is building to issue one thousand fifty like that's like wow that book's been around that long must be good right?
2: Yeah right yeah. Huh. I can see it being enticing to try to jump in because I know when I first started getting into comics, you know like uh however long ago it was it's just so intimidating because especially i feel like a lot of people's first entryway is uh trade paperbacks so you get Mm -hmm. like trade paperbacks and then in the corner you know in the bottom it says like one or like five or whatever and you're just like oh god am i gonna have to like if i read (laughs) avengers the the trade paperback number one am i gonna is this like the first avengers you know like (laughs) yeah um, that's how i felt anyways but uh, speaking of how I'm feeling, you guys want to he- see the stuff that I got pulled this week? Yeah,
0: I like to see it every yeah. week, Tim. Every week, Andy, I'm you surprised it. you <laughs> didn't get. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Mark, you seem really like you. You love
2: this every week. You're just like, I show do. me what you got. Let me Andy, see I'm it, surprised man. you're not reading this comic. But uh, this is Do a Power Bomb number five from Image Comics. Yeah
1: what happened was I got issue one and then I got two and I never told him to add it to my pool and I haven't got three or four and I kind of fell behind. I was like, I will wait and just buy the trade because usually image does the first trade for nine 99, mm-hmm. 12 99. So I was like, the first right. one was good. And yeah. I like the whole idea of the girl, like who killed my mom. And then it like Cobra's and it's like Cobra son is her dad. And so I know what's going on. And then I like how in their world, uh, wrestling is obviously, you know, predetermined and in favor and everything, but in the other worlds, wrestling is real. So, like, when the aliens come mm-hmm. and they have to fight her, they're like, wow, they're, like, oh, they're really hitting me. It's like, well, yeah, wrestling's real where we come from. So, like, that's that's a really cool concept.
2: Yeah, I totally agree. I uh, was listening to the comic book Lair, and they were talking about uh, this comic, and they were saying that it was, uh, it was really cool to see it in juxtaposition of, like, um, hell is a squared circle, and that kind of being, like, a more yeah. traditional, like, wrestling story, whereas, like, yeah. this is uh, its own... Uh, its own kind of narrative, and I, I really, I really like in comics where they set up like a, a premise, and then they, like, kind of add something on top of it, or they twist it and they make it something else. You know what I mean? And yeah, because then cause it's not like, just falling back before. on like old tropes.
1: Yeah, you got the wrestling, but then it's like sci-fi and supernatural elements. Whereas that Hell's mm-hmm. Square Circle is just straight. Like that could be a real life story. There was nothing fantastical happening.
0: Yeah, that was that was such it, I mean, a great that, story, but like mm-hmm. it was so sad. <laughs>
1: yeah. it, it was like you felt bad for uh the main guy, I forget his name, the Irish, and yeah. uh, it was too Ted, much. Ted um, the
0: Irish Muska, yeah, <laughs> there you go, yeah, yeah. Uh, it was just it was, like
2: a sad world, like everyone in that world just looked kind of like, Ugh. but yeah, hey, it's yeah, it's a story, you know. Not every story can be a happy story because not every story in every person's life is a happy story, but I've gotten one comic <laughs> into my pool. <laughs> um, so this is, this next one is uh, the second arc of a comic that was fantastic. Both loved, right? Do you, you read a uh, chicken devil, right? And this is chicken devils. See that little S Ooh. down there. That means there's yeah. one of them. Um, yeah. They, uh, they switched the artist, though. It used to be Brian Sherman or not Brian Sherman um, Herman. Oh, my goodness. I'm uh, oh Hayden Sherman. Brian Sherman. Yeah. I'm pretty sure is a skateboarder. But the art is like. Right. The art is like pretty similar. I don't know how well you can see that, but like it doesn't look yeah. too crazy. different. That was like the worst page to pick. Um, but yeah, pretty similar. And then the last comic that I got was actually four comics. And I'm going to go ahead and give my cat a stop, push, kick in that bag. Um, (laughs) Yeah, so I've been looking for this for a long time. Uh, I've been hearing people talk about it and how good it is. And I love the team behind it, but I never I didn't realize that our comic shop had it. I'm such a fool. I went up to uh, (laughs) the owner of the shop today and I was like, Hey, can you order these comics for me? And he's like, yeah, sure. And I'm like, I can't remember the name. And I had to like, I was thinking for a little bit. I had to do some Googling and then I found the name. And he's like, we have that on the shelf, you moron. And I'm like, <laughs> oh, no, he didn't call me a moron. But uh, I, <laughs> yeah. he might as well have because I felt like the biggest idiot in the world. But uh, this uh-huh. is Dark Space's Wildfire. I got issues one through four and number four came out today. And really by it's by Scott Snyder. Uh, yeah. What was that?
1: I I didn't know it was on issue one more time. four. I thought issue one
2: was out. No, yeah, yeah issue so four. I did, so, I did uh, too. I did not know two. that
0: there was more than one at the time.
2: Yeah, who are I'm, who are we so chatting I'm spend with the other
0: day that that was on it?
2: Somebody uh, one of the guys like... from Comic Book League. Lair, or uh, Comic Book Lair. Sorry,
0: that's right. It's yeah, issue three.
2: And then, yeah, I I'm such a huge fan of Hayden Sherman. I enjoy Scott Snyder; he's very good. I was thinking today when I was uh, thinking about these. I don't know who my like favorite writer is currently. Scott Snyder's probably up there just because I'm like currently reading a lot of his. I don't know if it's my favorite, but I really tend to lean more towards artists when it comes for like preference on by read because I feel like the art either makes or breaks it. You know. Yes, if yeah, the, I, if I the art's not good, I usually walk away from it.
0: Yeah. Uh, and I, 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 I probably lean more towards I look I look I'll for look the, writer, the writer, but then I look at who look. they uh, they picked out for their artist or whoever they got teamed up with for the artist. Um, but I, I usually look to the right. writer first.
1: Yeah, I, I usually well, do. I mean, we there's a, yeah, there's like an artist that I really like that I'll get it, but then like if you read one issue, you're like, yeah. And then you're like, I'm not going to continue to get Mm -hmm. this. But, uh, you
2: know, and then some of the rare cases where it's the guy does both, you know? Yeah. And that's that's enjoyable, too. Like, um, I'm reading Public Domain, and uh, Chip Zdarsky does both of those. Um, I also just saw a picture of Chip Zdarsky recently, and he looks looks like he drew himself. He looks like (laughs) a character that he... (laughs) Like that he would draw from his comics. Because <laughs> when that's I, <laughs> um, okay. I'm just like, oh, that's very interesting. Um, so I wonder if like other artists look like that, if like look like people from their world. That would I need to I need to investigate this. But I'm I'm pretty sure this like dark space is wild. Thing, like... <laughs> Maybe like the artist is just drawing. I, like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm gonna do some research and I'll get back and I'll get back next week. But I'm pretty sure this is about like a team of firefighters that are like a, a prison squad like one of the squads that are uh like called out you know if if mm-hmm. the fire's too big and uh um yeah and it seems to be a whole goings-on around it
1: is it like horror theme because i know a lot of times scott snyder will focus on horror themed books even like his batman run was kind of uh horror um vibes i guess you could say to it
2: it it looks like actiony kind of cuz as i'm i'm scrolling through it, there's just there's men with guns pointing at people doesn't seem to be anything like horror themed but um we're reading a couple of comics all uh exclusives by him at the moment and none of them are horror really they're more uh just kind of narrative driven or even um yeah. what's the word for it like uh certain certain times in the world like one's post world war II, um, the other one is like the Wild West, um, and we I just, mean we just Clear was reading set Clear. in the future.
1: Oh, yeah. okay. I know he was doing. And he has
0: um... Book of the Evil. Yeah, and Book of Evil is what. Um, and somebody else recommended a, that to us. Um, I, I'm so still working might be, my, uh, my uh, way Breaker's through Brewbreaker's Muse. Yeah, br- yeah, that that's the one. Oh, I, li- I like, I like, I yeah. like him. <laughs> yeah, he's got. Um, he's yeah,
2: got it. Stuff on Instagram, I think, yeah, but uh, that, yeah. That was all that, for me this week.
1: Uh, uh, what was that, Andy? Uh, is he writing that Noctera book, Scott Snyder? It's by Image. It's like know. the uh, I, think, I think he is, and Tony S. Daniels doing the art. Uh, it's like a world where there's no sunlight, and then like, that mutates people, and then they they get like oh, kind of, they not really zombies. Yeah, it's and then there's still That's humans, super and then interesting. like they're trying that to find. I would just, mean like, he has
2: like. There's six or seven comics going on—that's ridiculous.
1: It's insane how, like, 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 you think Donny Cates is always usually writing a couple of books like at once. Right? And, um, and yeah. Charles Soule like is usually writing like four or five. I'm like, how do you write them stories and not be like cross over and be like, well, did Superman do this or did did Iron Man do this? I'm, like, if, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. How do you keep well, that? Then, like, like, uh... four-
0: yeah, well, like you said, you mentioned Donnie Cates, and Donnie Cates was doing uh, he's wrapping up his Thor run, um, but he's yeah. doing Hulk right now, and he's and mm-hmm. I think he's also doing uh, I think he's doing Venom. He, he, he
1: was on that, he stopped doing Venom, and yeah. then Owl Ewing was doing Hulk, so they kind of switched. Then Owl yeah. Ewing was on Venom, and then Ram V took over Venom, and it was kind of like a bait and switch there a little bit. And then Donnie yeah. has a crossover book.
0: Yeah, so Ewing and Kate's are both on this for the last Thor that oh. came out, and Venom, Venom was in it. Um, yeah, so it was. Uh, but yeah, like I mean, you do sometimes see like these transitions as they like move on to a different character. They're wrapping up something, but sometimes they are just writing a lot of shit for Marvel at the same time. And like, yeah, I mean, like,
1: I know. Where I do you have the mean, time?
0: You know. <laughs> yeah.
2: the
1: time well, if Charles it's your Sons job, or- you know yeah and dc and i was like how do you like how can that i know some guys have exclusive contracts where like dc will like, sign i'm like dc from right now like tom taylor he's currently like that and then donny cates is kind of mm-hmm. like that for marvel but indie books so it's, it's yeah everyone has their own like uh i guess contracts and deals
0: well because like the other thing too donny cates just put out that series vanish that um i had picked up oh, yes yeah. man like i absolutely love that like i think it's become my new uh my new favorite to look forward wow. to and so i really. missed that is that
1: set in the spawn universe
0: it's not in the spawn universe but it's very much like spawn is very much an inspiration to it it's like inspired oh. by spawn spawn meets like the world of harry potter Ooh. and and then also you could throw in you know yeah, it, yeah, like yeah. maybe the avengers or justice league there's like that type of thing going on in it as well but like the the premise of it is that the main character uh who was like the the chosen one like harry potter of his like magic school um he has to become the villain to fight off all the people who were evil back in that day who are pretending they're masquerading as these superheroes in like the real world now and so it it finishes with him saying like if they're gonna play the hero then I have to be the villain type thing so oh. um and the art the it. art is fantastic so um let me get in my comics real quick then we'll get get chatting yeah um hmm? so we were talking we were talking yeah. Zdarsky um I uh, I finally picked up mine uh, Batman 128 today that came out last week I had the I called the comic book shop and I said just pick your favorite cover. And uh, this is the one that they picked out for me. So I really like it. I don't nice. know too much about. Oh, no, no. This is the uh, fail safe. This is a. Yes. Yeah. The cybernetic mm-hmm. Batman the computer. Imagine yeah.
1: Tony Stark's. Uh, what's Tony Stark's uh, AI called? What,
2: the uh, Batman. Jarvis.
0: Jarvis. Jarvis, yes. Yes. A yeah. uh,
2: Batman Jarvis.
0: Yeah. And then uh, the nice. final issue of Jurassic League came out. So I got a, mm. I got the la this issue and the previous one still to read. And then I only got three my, more, which are gonna. What's my up?
2: Jurassic? My Jurassic League just disappeared. I have no idea where the last issue that I, I I I there's a couple of my comics. I would imagine that they're all just sitting in a stack somewhere. Um, but I yeah, I was trying to find that and some other ones, and there's just MIA.
0: Yeah, no, I, lo- I lost Too my my west of sundowns recently because i was trying to find them oh, wow. so i could get them all bunched together and i i was like i have no idea where they were and they were all scattered into separate stacks of like different marvel and dc stuff i'm like how did these end like, up here but a lot of times i just walk by and set it down on top of a pile not really choosing so
3: mm-hmm. yeah,
1: um, you put the top and then
0: you totally forget yeah um and then i got a uh, star wars issue uh what was it 28. Uh, so that just came out today. And then two more new Star Wars just started today. Um, we got, uh, they're already restarting High Republic. So there's a new High Republic number one. <laughs> I saw that. I wasn't Marvel. sure if that's what they were doing, but my God, Marvel. Just I, cut us a break yeah. and give us an issue seven of something. You yeah. know, one and cell,
1: it- maybe you gotta come back to one. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Right. Oh and gosh. then lastly, I'm I'm actually kind of excited about this. We kind of talked about this a little bit pre-show. Um, but Star Wars Visions number one came out today. Mm-hmm. Um I'm I'm really hoping this isn't like uh the Mandalorian comic where it's just the show in comic book form. Oh, yeah. Um I was a like that one by that. Yeah, I uh, I mean I'm still sticking with the Mandalorian just cuz I I do like the way that they're playing the art for it. it. It it reminds me of like the old dark horse Star Wars from like I don't know the 90s or whatever. Um so I I do enjoy them to like look through but it's it's not really fun reading through the dialogue because I already I already know the dialogue. Yeah, but. and
1: when you kind of know what's happening, and you're like, this is cool, but like, I'll just watch the show. I mean, you want the comic to be different. Um, that, yeah, Star I don't understand why about- they
2: wouldn't like, well, I don't understand why they wouldn't like give him another, like, just have him doing another bounty. Like, what was the bounty yeah. he was doing before? Well, and I, I Yoda, totally thought you know?
0: it was going to be a series about him before the show started so like yeah him actually doing like bounty hunter stuff and like so like that's what i was hoping it was gonna be but it's not and it's fine i'm gonna roll with it but yeah i just star wars visions i like the cover i love that it's in the anime style it's black and white with just a uh, mm-hmm. little coloration with like the lightsabers i think a lot of the droids will show their color but for the most part yeah like um i'm looking forward to and to diving I into that the- I, might ha-
2: I might i might have to go pick that up
1: yeah, I thought about it, but I did have a heavy week, so maybe next week if it's not so heavy. Because I believe it's a Japanese writer and artist, and it's very yeah. manga inside. It looks really cool.
0: No, it's all it's all uh, it's written and drawn by the same guy, and then the only oh, other person, okay. the only other person attributed to it. Well, hang on, let me let me before I uh, speak too much. Um, yeah, so the up. the writer, artist, colorist, and cover artist is Takashi. Okazaki and then it's translated by Aki Yanagi and then it's lettered by Joe uh Caramagna. Oh okay. So I bet he's not Japanese. Yeah. If I had the way yeah, yeah. to I don't think Joe I had to take <laughs> I had to take a guess. Yeah. this um, was
1: not Japanese. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the
0: same like oh, most through
1: the story, the art and the cover, so.
0: Man. Oh, and I'm reading so what what they say comics. about it. Yeah. But that, what they're saying about visions, visions, it is it is the continuing of the storytelling from the show. So really? it's not um yeah. So I think it's picking up Wait, maybe did where that come some out? of the episodes visions? left off. The show? Yes. Yeah, it came oh, out right, right. I'm thinking like of a some, while ago. Yeah. I'm
2: thinking of the uh I'm thinking of the show that it's gonna be like Sith Focus, that's like yeah. in the uh, future. The um the syndicate. I think oh that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um yeah. But yeah, if it's visions, I really enjoyed actually, I don't even think I finished it, but the first uh, the first episode of visions is very good.
0: Yeah, Hmm. there's a couple good ones, but yeah, like either way, I I hope they keep going with it because it was really exciting just to have a different cultural take on Star Wars Um, because for Mm -hmm. the most part, for the most part, Star Wars is just very Western like it's very much like there's some play from across the pond on European stuff, but for the most part, it's just like classic American lore. Um, yeah, and yeah. and so yeah, giving getting a new take from people from the you know from Asian culture, I guess. Uh, I'm I'm yeah. excited and looking forward to that. So from the east, yeah. I, I, oh, I
1: almost picked it up. I was like, I just I have too much this week.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I, I have it. so much. Andy, I got I got a but question. Yeah, I mean, do you uh do you do you redeem your Marvel codes and go digital with them? No. Like or do you Yeah. I uh I, I have
1: I, never done that once.
0: <laughs> I know I didn't I didn't used to because I worried about like, oh, if I take this tab off, if this issue becomes something people want and it makes money someday, like yeah. was that tab gonna make any difference? And I read into it. And it was like no, like if if it gets if you have a perfect condition comic and they get rated at a 9.9 9 and it's missing the tab, it's still going to be a 9.9. 9. So I'm like, cool. Yeah, I'll that would be off. like a but, really
3: nitpicky thing.
0: But I also just I, I like have the- like naturally sweaty hands and so I don't like like holding my comics. <laughs> 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 so I I always I always redeem the code and then I put my Marvels away in their bag and put them there. <laughs> I, I just pictured
2: box. you you know, uh, Dexter's, uh laboratory, laboratory, the uh, the mom with the, the always wearing the gloves. I just see you like, oh, sitting yeah. in bed with those big, like dishwashing gloves, just reading your yeah. comics. No, that I,
1: I, and was, I thought of the yeah. classic of Rocco thing, where they turn the page, wash your hands, turn the page, wash your hands.
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I should just have some hand sanitizer right next to my bed. Just, <laughs> all right, I can yeah. turn
2: the page. Oh my goodness. Um, but uh well man, hey man. we're so andy, we're here to talk we, uh, about andy wow we sure. both went into that segment we're we sure theater. did we're that. professionals
0: yeah um
2: <laughs> so wh- we talked a little bit about this privately but let's talk about it publicly how did uh how did you get into comics what was like your did like did somebody bring you to a comic book shop did they give you a comic like what how did you get introduced to comics
1: well, uh, my introduction was the – back in the early 90s, uh, there was the the first waves of Marvel and DC trading cards. So I, I, as a kid, obviously I knew about Batman uh, because of the Adam West show because Batman 89 might not have been out yet possibly. Um, uh, and then Spider-Man, you just – it's like cultural things where like, oh, you know who Superman is. You don't have to know – ever read a Superman mm-hmm. comic to know who Superman is. But it was – I remember I was in fourth right. grade and this kid had these – the first ones i ever seen were DC trading cards. and They had gray backs. I believe they're from 1992. I, I a couple of years ago, I went back and I bought a whole run just to have them because it's cool to have the nostalgia of when you were a kid. And yeah. I would get the DC trading cards, and I was like, wow, there's Superman, Batman. And then they had it where it's like Superman through the years. And they, and then I was like, there's more than one Green Lantern? Like, my mind was blown. Like, oh, what is this? And I would <laughs> study those cards like the, the hell with math and science. I didn't care at all. I was reading these powers was <laughs> who his real name is and his powers are. And like, they would have the, the meters on the back that would say like, strength is at a six and intelligence is at a four. So it was them. And then then I found the Marvel ones came that came out in 92, or 91, did they really have the 1990 series. And that was my introduction to all these characters which was just these cool, because it was like awesome art. And then the, the little, just enough blurb to give you the idea of what the character is and what their powers are. And then like, well, did you know? And then sometimes they had the first appearance on it. So I would just study these cards over and over and collect them, and uh, both the Marvel and the DC. But to me, I was a kid; I didn't—they're all the same, you know. I don't know, and yeah. uh, I didn't go to the comic store. Probably like Pottsville had one, and for for Monk, this will be really right, like three doors up from where the wheel is. I don't know what it is okay. now, but they used to, there, was, there was a comic store there called Villains and Victor's, which I never got until years later. I'm like, oh, Villains and Victor's, as they
0: want. Well, I get it. Um
2: but I live like two blocks away from that. I'm so sad. Here I was thinking I there. here I, mean, I was I thinking Alchemist the owners were
0: just named villains and victors. <laughs> yeah,
1: that, well that's
3: what <laughs> I thought. I was you know,
1: I'm, I'm a 10-year-old kid and you know that the Superman is happening. I'm like, oh, All right, his, thanks, his Mr. Villains, thanks, thanks Victors. You know? <laughs> yeah, like he's Victor, that's villain. I don't I don't know. Um yeah, he was right there. And at the time I didn't live too far, it was like maybe 10-minute walk at the most to go there. And then the mm. way you know they were open is obviously they would open the door, but when it was cold, they would put a cardboard, well, it was like a wood standout of Gambit, and they put that out in this, like right along the building, and that's how you knew they were open. <laughs> it's mm. like, oh Gambit's out, oh. Villains and Victors is open, and you go in there. <laughs> it wasn't the biggest comic. Gambit's out ever. in the cold. <laughs> yeah, gambit's cold. <laughs> like, <you> heat <laughs> out? Um, and that's where I, I bought my first comics at Villains and Victors and what Center Street is that? More I,
2: you know, I lived in my whole life. And I yeah, that center, would be a, no Market Street.
1: Yeah, I bought uh, Death of Superman there back in the day. Um, that's like wow. when Image was like. What were your first comics? I, 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 I don't know what my very first one. Like I can't remember. I remember I had X Men very yeah. early on and Iron Man and yeah, like, random Batman uh, issue, probably a is Spider Man, but I, I do remember X Men. But like when when I was getting in. Death of Superman was, like, this huge thing that was happening. And also, Image, like, mm-hmm. just got founded. All these guys, like, the big artists and writers left Marvel and said, we're going to start yeah, our mm-hmm. own company, with our own superheroes. And, like, so comics were, like, exploding. And then here comes X-Men 91, the cartoon, which is awesome, especially when you're located. Like, this is the greatest thing in the world. And, like, here's X-Men 1, mm-hmm. Jim Lee, Chris Claremont. I mean, I didn't know writers and artists at that time. But like, there's X-Men 1, and there's four covers. Yeah. So, like, that was, like, my... Like the night, like eighty nine to like ninety two was like, oh my god, like this. All, and the comics were like exploding at the time, so it was it was a really cool time to get in because like there's there's Spawn, which I still mm. to this day like coming out, and like all the Young Blood and Wildcats and all the, the Image stuff that was kind of like not so not all that was good, but it was still it was cool to kid like look at these awesome heroes and stuff. So that was my introduction was like the nineteen early nineties of comics, and then, and then I would go on be, there.
0: To, more have you stuck with it since the 90s like basically I, like... I was
1: like, there were a couple like for years there I took time off like one time I didn't have the best job so I was like I was the longest I was out of comics was probably like five or six years at a at one span and then I got yeah. back into it so even if I just get into it and I just read two books right at least I'm in yeah. my mindset mm-hmm. is yeah. I know what's going on because back then there, there was no internet you would get wizard magazine awesome man. yeah right <laughs> yeah. a cool thing not to get sidetracked was using this thing in the back they'd be like what if marvel made an x-men movie who would we cast and it's so cool because they would take like actors of their popular like 93 and cast an x-men movie i remember bruce willis was wolverine like this is awesome i wish they made superhero movies besides batman and superman you know like, yeah so what like what now if you're getting one like,
2: so much- like every other week
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's almost like too many. There's too many. There's too but, many.
1: yeah, that was no, my no, it's
0: very whole, hard to keep up Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, so I guess in all that in all that time, so 30 years, I guess. Um, who would you say let's let's do it, we'll do it easy. Who's your favorite DC character and who's your favorite Marvel character?
1: Um, Ty DC, Wonder Woman and Green Lantern. Um, that's very easy for okay. me. <laughs> so, uh, right on. As you see. Uh right there that's a green symbol, right there is Wonder Woman. Um they're my top two. Uh but my first top favorite was uh it's kind of a kind of a cheating was X-Men. That was like the way like look at all these, there's all these guys and they're and they're different, especially like you're a kid and you're in and, school and are not popular. <laughs> yes, yeah, but if you're like not popular and you feel maybe like a little bit of an outcast, then you can. Uh, identify with X Men because they're all outcasts. They're all different. You know, they're they're being shunned by you know the regular humans because they're mutants and some look weird. So like that's I guess what brought me to X Men is like, oh Wolverine's cool. Oh Cyclops and Jean Grey and and Gambit and Beast and all these like all these different types of characters. It's like wow, this is so cool. So Marvel is definitely uh, X Men. I got really into Punisher, which I still like. Punisher. It's a simple basis. You know, his wife and child died. Now he's out to like stop all crime so yeah x-men and was probably the top like, i really like over and then over the years you find characters that you like more and more that maybe you didn't read like ever like i wasn't big on uh miss marvel years ago and then i picked up the one uh trade i forget who was writing at the time I was, this is really good i'm gonna get into that Kelly Sue DeConnick was writing captain marvel I'm like this is really good and then she became one of my favorite marvel characters but yeah usually x-men is right at the top of marvel for me
2: right on yep how you are you currently on X Men? I I am
1: on the side books, but not the main one because uh, when uh, Hickman took over and did the whole like Powers mm-hmm. of X and House of X, which mm-hmm. some people call House of X and Powers of X, it's it's all. So they made like the X Men. Wow. There's a uh, mutant in Krakoa. I know the X Men is very deep to get into, and people are like, where do you start, I'm like, I
2: Yeah, I don't know. I have um, a trade paperback Gambit. You start with there. Gambit.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh, the but, Gambit. But, but,
1: of which trade yeah the uh,
2: the powers of x and the house oh, of x. Okay. and i tried reading that, it but boy it's it's hard
1: oh, it's heavy it's heavy for me that has followed x-men for 30 years and i'm like well, wait you know that and, like, and you get who's dead who's alive but like now they're all living on Krakoa, which is a, a mutant nation but it's also a mutant itself because Krakoa is a living entity and yeah they can bring people back and restore them but i'm like but well, what if Someone dies, and you can just bring them back with their memories. Then there's no consequences. So kind of who cares? It's like you know, if you go on, eventually you have to X Men die, but just bring them right back. I don't like that. Like then they took Mars and like Storm and Magneto are ruling on Mars, and then it's all this stuff, and it's just Mm -hmm. it's too much. They need a a back to basis like almost refresh or like a condensing to put the X Men back and like put them back in the mansion in New York. That's it. You know, Mm -hmm. side teams can do whatever. So that's Why I kind of fall off the regular X, but uh, the side books are um, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bring talk about one movie we talked about last week that I think is mm. phenomenal. So yeah X Men, like it is very heavy. And if someone said, What do I read? I would just give you
0: like big stories to read rather than just yeah. hang, jump on here, you know? Yeah, it'd be long. Yeah, well, that's I mean, one of the things I know here I like he's... about um, no, go on, Tim.
2: I was just going to say, I know he's like not the greatest bloke in the world, but the Joss Whedon, um, the Astonishing X Men, is that what it is? Very good. Yes. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's that's a fantastic run. Um, mm-hmm. Now back to I, you. I agree. I mean,
0: yeah. I forgot what I was going to say. So. Oh, oh I was building.
1: <laughs> Eddie uh, um, Chris Claremont written, X-Men is very good and uh, like the X-Men you start with the, mm. the book that came out in 1990 that X-Men run up until like issue maybe 100 and it's a little wonky but um,
0: yeah
1: yeah there's there's stories like fall fall back or oh, that's the one coming out was it um, uh, oh, I forget it's the, the last I forget it's like a I paper. It's, a, it's a it's
2: uh, I, don't, I don't know if I know that one, but I was thinking about um, Avengers versus X-Men this week. And that's oh. a really good story. It is. Yeah. That I, was, I, was I was trying to explain the Phoenix saga to my girlfriend, and I sounded just yeah. like a, a like an insane person. <laughs> I'm, like, <Madden. laughs> I'm like, there's this cosmic space bird, and there's this girl. who has, He really likes girls with red hair, but I don't think that's really important. And blah, blah, blah. I remember, there's this guy. Cable, I remember what I was going to say now. <laughs> <laughs> it's um,
0: I bet uh, that's the thing I love about having Marvel Unlimited is that's how I catch up on all that stuff that I like. Like, I'm not going to buy the issues. I'm just going to wait until it's on Marvel Unlimited. And um, that's how I read through House of X and pretty much all the excellent stuff like that's come out in the last 20 years. It's all been on Marvel Unlimited for me.
1: Yeah good way to catch up and it's it, well it's basically for you pay your whatever 14
0: a month or whatever well and yeah. i'm, I'm yeah. honestly considering I've, I've told tim this but i'm like considering starting next year not not buying anything from marvel or dc in paper and just getting their apps because unless it's like a special issue that i want to get like i just there's already too much for me to keep up on at this point because i've just gotten so <laughs> um, much more into like the indie world of comics and i get you know there, there's so much superhero burnout going on right now with a lot of people mm-hmm. and for me it's just like man i am i get a little tired of like stories just being regurgitated um but that doesn't mean that a whole series isn't going to be great just based on like oh, one yeah. issue but yeah. but yeah so that's how i catch up on a lot of my marvels is just doing unlimited and that's probably how i might be doing it henceforth in 2023 yeah. Yeah, it's a good way to go well, if you hey, don't
1: Andy, mind waiting. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say they're a little bit <laughs> sometimes up. a book will come out marveling. I wait a little
2: bit, for the yeah yeah service. But I mean, you know, you save a, a, I guess maybe you save some money doing it. I don't know. I mean, you, you definitely would if it, depending on how much mm-hmm. you're reading. But uh Andy was just at New York Comic Con. I feel like we'd be remiss mm-hmm. if we didn't talk about your experience there. Uh, I will firstly yeah. say that if uh, for those of you who don't follow Andy on social media, go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, but you he got his little handle down here on the bottom. cosplays. Yes, Thank you did. Your, Thank you. Your,
0: your <laughs> cosplays were fantastic, man. I try Fan, and uh, fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll say right now for
1: people that don't know. I do male and female characters, and I'm not yeah. like, oh, fat guy as Sailor Moon. Now I try to look like a female when I'm doing it, which brings up all kinds of stuff. But and still, you did a
2: fantastic job. Yeah, Thank you. you the the picture you posted as you as Elv- Elvira is that? Am I saying that? Yes. Right? yes. Or am no. I? No, I, I honestly uh, thought I was, I was like, oh, who's who's Andy's lady? <laughs> 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 yeah, I'm like, this I'm like awesome. that's not Andy. <laughs> like, yeah, I was like staring at my phone, just being like. Is that is that him? I can't tell. <laughs> you should do drag. You would be a great <laughs> you know, that's drag what, queen.
1: Well, the one day I was like, you come into New York and uh, you gotta walk like through like all these stuff to get into the con proper, and there was uh, cops there, New York cops. And uh, now I'm, I'm dressed as Alexa Bliss, uh, a female wrestler for those that don't know. And I'm walking up, mm. and uh, the one cop says to me, "Are you a drag performer?" And I was like, "No," <laughs> and it was kind of like that awkward like. Okay, what do we say now? And I was like, right, I'm just gonna go in the con here. But uh I, I did do wow. there was an amateur
2: drag show and I did it once. I wanted to do more, but I just nice. I never got it. but that's but awesome. It was fun. So how many yeah. uh how many cons have you been to? Jeez,
1: I started going to so the first one was crazy because I never went to any, not no little ones, not anything until 2014 was my first newer comic con. So like talk about diving right into the deep end, like you know. Mm. It's so big for people that have been there. Like, it was always San Diego was the biggest one of uh, the U.S. And, mm-hmm. and, then now it's New York. They're like neck and neck with each other. So that was my big one. Like, like, really, you know, artist? I didn't. Know, yeah, I didn't know anything. I didn't know there was, oh, there's all this Artist Alley where the artists and writers are, and then there's like the, the, mm. the main show floor where they sell the toys and comics and and armor and, and food and, and you know. And then there's like the the panels. Like, I had no idea. But, like, now I know because, like, 2014, I missed two New Yorks since 2014. Uh, 2016, because I just didn't have money. And then uh, I didn't go last year because I was like, I don't know how New York is with the whole Corona, COVID thing. So, other than that, I went to New York, what, like, eight, nine times now. Um, I was at a bunch of smaller ones. I was at Philly Wizard World a few times, which was pretty good. But uh, some of the smaller cons, like, there's a Lehigh Valley Comic Con. That's my cat. is knocking over something. Which is only, like, $5 to get in. I think maybe now. 10 but like Ooh. there's not have like some lower celebrities like maybe Green Ranger will be there uh, yeah. but it's cool to find like cheap books and, and just like mm. there'll be a lot of like local artists and like it's cool to find someone that's maybe on the way up that like here's my book that like was self-published and it's like it's pretty good like even if the art isn't like where Batman's at or something it's still cool and then you can follow that artist and usually like a lot of times they make it to the big time and like hey I I knew him when he was just writing you know like the one comic necroman and you know now he's writing spider-man so it's cool to find stuff like that and, like little, like uh, all different art to like because even though they're independent artists they can still draw like pictures of x-men and, and, and you know fantastic four and stuff so you can buy prints and all types of different art or you can get commissions which i really i only got one this year but uh you know how they sell the blank covers of comics mm-hmm. uh, you take it yeah. to an artist and then they all have different rates and you say you want a headshot or a bust or a full body and then you say, "Can you do uh, the Hulk? And or you know, and they're like, "Yeah, sure." And then sometimes what I like to do for that, I know I'm going to sound a side tangent here, uh, get something that the artist likes to do because if you get something the artist is interested in, they put a little more time into it and it becomes a little bit more detailed. Mm-hmm. So if you've got a guy that was doing Doctor Strange for years, right? And you go to him and you say, "Hey, I want mm-hmm. Doctor Strange. And I want him writing so and so." He'll probably do that, put a little more you know pizzazz into that than if you asked for Iron Man. Um, and then especially like right. guy, the one guy was like he liked wrestling, and I knew that. So I was like can you draw She Heidel like the women's and he's like, Oh yeah, I can do that. So like and they get into it more. So that's another thing I like to do at cons, but this year I only got one commission. Uh, because my big thing was meeting Elvira oh and I was suggesting like Elvira to get a picture, yeah. which she retweeted by the way. One of two pictures from your comic, kind of, she retweeted are whoever runs. Oh, that's Twitter. awesome. Yeah, it was that's some really guy good. who like I think he's from a TV show, but I'm not sure, and then our picture where we're both like, oh. Ah, so uh, it's on my, on <laughs> yeah. my social media. And that was my main thing. I was like, if I can just get the picture of me one, and you know, not to be morbid or nothing, but who knows how long she'll be doing this. So I was like, I yeah. better get her while I can. And I, I then I was like, wow. I wanted to get a, an action figure signed. So I got I got mm. that sign. My friend like, said, get the picture of you and her signed. You know how you know you should just do it because what if you never get the chance to again? And I was like, you know what, I wasn't going to. I was going to pay for one signature, but I was like. It's, I'm going to pay for both. And I have it hanging right here next to my computer. I will I'll take it off the wall and show it. I, that's the one I just posted. I did the bloody frame for. So, right here, my pride and joy. Cassandra oh, Peterson, wow. a.k.a. She that's autographed awesome. it. It's me and her. Um, and then I put the blood splatter. Unfortunately, she wanted plexiglass because some celebrities want plexiglass and some didn't. But I, I get it. You know, when you're 71, yeah, you yeah. don't want it. So, I was like, well, if we both put hand. Yeah, you
2: don't know who you're like, standing next to.
1: We're making the best of it. So that was yeah. my my main thing from the yeah. con. But um cons are fun, you know. Uh, let me just hang that right. Um it's cool to see all the so jealousy. Like, yeah, it's it's a blast, but man, does it fly by? Like I, I even said to my friend we got here Thursday okay. to New York and we went in. I go, before we know it, it'll be Sunday afternoon and we'll be gone home. And it was, yeah. but it's so much fun. If you get the chance to go, go try to go for more than one day because there's so much to see and do, there's so much stuff to do for free, like all these exhibits of like Gundam and uh there's a Dragon Ball thing you can stand, take a picture. It looks like you're doing powers, and you know there's all lots of stuff to do for free. Lots of writers will sign a book for free if you have a favorite writer or artist. Some charge, some don't. But it's just it's a sight to yeah. see, and then you can see all the cosplay, you know, and take pictures of your favorite characters that now you can see in real life. So, yeah. Conspirators love them, and this one was maybe the best.
0: Man, I would have if, if I would have gone. I know exactly what I would have done. Um, uh. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Cobra Kai. Um, gosh, dang it. What is oh, yes. uh, so Martin? Martin Covey you know plays uh, who plays John Kreese. He was there and apparently he wrote a comic with Scout Comics. And really? I think that like I tried to reach out to Scout to see how I could get the comic because it's not for sale on their website. Um, mm-hmm. And I, I just I really wanted it because it's it looks kind of like a, like a Western anime kind of. Let me see i'm on their oh, side let okay. see if i can find it again um
1: Sounds
0: shoot i believe they were doing.
1: there was a few guys there and they were doing like a group photo where you could get uh, your picture with a few of them i believe it was cobra kai i don't know who was there because I, I obviously there's so many celebrities there at that but that's always a cool right. thing when you get a picture with a couple of the people from the show if it's not too terribly expensive like michael j fox and christopher lloyd back to future photo op if you bought that with taxes 411
2: like ouch those guys are right we we talked about that before i think me and you mark maybe or somebody else but those guys are definitely like just riding that's, i'm pretty that's, sure, I'm sure that's just sure how they make most of their money
3: yeah yeah just riding <laughs> that
2: train but i i have to get to one of those i've never been to one and i like you know, this year is like the first year that I really started following artists in particular. And uh, yeah, just seeing like all of them there, and I'm just like, man, this sucks. Cause yeah, it's, it's only like, like three hours away from where I live, and I'm just like, oh, I could be yeah, there. it's rows and rows of the there's table. always next year.
1: Like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, always next year. And there's also little ones like Baltimore Comic Con is at the end of the month. And like, there's just so much mm-hmm. art just to see. Like, you got to stop yourself from blowing all your money because it's like, oh, there's, there's a cool print of this and this print of that. And it's like, oh, I want this variant. Like, I, yeah. I'll show you real quick. I, I got a Peach Maloco. Like, I, I'm i not reading Carnage, but I went to the Marvel booth and I got this Carnage variant mm-hmm. here. Which is oh, Peach nice. Maloca, like, That's really dark. Carnageized. I got that one. And then, not to spoil one of my books I'm going to talk about later, but uh, Exterminator is a dazzler cover because I really like my female characters, especially my female X-Men. I got that uh, variant too. Yeah. There were only available at New York Comic Con, but then they sell them on their websites. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Dang. Well, oh, yeah. Man, I mean, do smart. we want to get into some uh, some comics that we've been
0: reading? Yeah. What have sure. Yeah, let's Andy. What have you been reading, man? So let's like, go right from that. So. Um,
1: that book right there, with with the, this is the variant uh, with uh, Dazzler on the cover. It's called X-Terminators. And this is uh, an X-Men, Ooh. one of the side books that I've been reading. Uh, the mm-hmm. issue one is the only one out so far. It's written by, I believe her name is Lay Williams. And the, the art, I'll open it up real quick. Gomez, I do not know who is doing it. But she described this book as, what if I took uh, a couple of X-Men characters and did a grindhouse type adventure <laughs> with, with X-Men people? Okay. Uh,
2: That's dope. Where's the page here? It is. What's um, that meme? uh, It's like you had my attention, but now you have. Oh, curiosity, but now you have my attention.
1: Yes. So it's all females thus far. It's a. And they're all light based powers, which makes sense. Like Jubilee, who has like firework powers. Uh, Dazzler, who has light based powers. Mm -hmm. Boom Boom, who comes from uh, X Force, who can make things explode, basically. And then they find they run to Laura Kinney, which is X23 slash Wolverine. There. Uh, There we go. Oh, yeah. Um, so the Very book dope. is uh not for children. When you open it up, there is a uh, mature audience is only in it, which is uh weird because most sex men are not like that. And there's a ton of blood yeah. and there's a lot of cursing, but it's not cursing for cursing's sake, where it's like you know f um it opens right. up with uh Jasper fighting off uh, vampires. I'm gonna see if you guys can see that there. I don't know. Cause uh yeah. vampires oh, are yeah, fighting and yeah, yeah. she's you're pretty effing dumb to be coming after me. I have light-based powers. You know, <laughs> and, like, <she's>, like, <laughs> uh, and it, it's all like the, she uh, brings up with her boyfriend right in the beginning. I Won't spoil it too much. And like she's like throwing his things out sure. the window. And uh, then she's like, she calls with the girl. She needs a girl's night out. So that's when they go to this bar. Then they find that they get drugged, and maybe the boyfriend's more than he seems. And they go on this wacky adventure that's filled with mm-hmm. blood and chaos and danger and cursing, and it's. It's only one episode, or what one episode? One issue, and it's been fantastic. So I would highly recommend Exterminators by Marvel and by Leigh Williams and Carlos Gomez. Uh, All right. Yeah, and I don't think it's only supposed to run for six issues. So yeah, Exterminators. Yeah, you guys that, I would
2: believe on? it if it's Marvel.
1: Yeah, you want, want to go for, like one a piece, Or do you want me to keep going? Or how do you want to do it?
2: Uh, uh, we'll do one you a piece know. I, I, uh, yeah. you go I just it, finished yeah. up... Um, I just finished up the Ant-Man, the 60th anniversary miniseries, Mm -hmm. um, where they introduced a new character. Um, Mark, I I know, I mean, you're not the biggest Ant-Man guy in the world, but I feel like you would appreciate uh, everyone uh, who knows Ant-Man knows that Hank Pym created Ultron. So it's not surprising to say that he uh, shows up in this. And I don't want to spoil the version of Ultron, but it is... The, the coolest version of Ultron that I've ever seen. Um okay. and I think you would like it because of the 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 lore around it and it being tied to one of uh your favorite characters. I'm not gonna give you more than that. Maybe I'll tell you off screen, but I, I really don't want to spoil it. Um but it was it was so much fun to just see all those characters together to see uh Hank Pym, Erico Grady, Scott Lang, and then the new uh uh character who I can't remember the name of it at the moment, but it was yeah, I I feel like Ant-Man doesn't get a really good chance to shine because I think a lot of people don't take him very seriously. And that's even like a part of the the Scott Lang arc in uh, this um, story is his daughter talking to him, his daughter, uh, Cassie Lang, who goes by Stinger, who's uh, his sidekick, essentially. Um, and she was also on the West Coast of Avengers for a little bit. And uh she she died at one point in time and now she's back, and so did yeah. Scott Lang and he's back too. But um yeah, she oh, says to him, she's like, back. You don't <laughs> yeah. Um she's like, You you were constantly like letting these guys like kick you while you're down, and you never like realize that like you led the Fantastic Four at one point in time. You fought Doctor Doom, like you've died and been resurrected, like you're actually like somebody who can hold their weight in these situations, but you get in your own head. And I I yeah, I really appreciated that coming at that character. Um something that they <laughs> called it was the ant Avengers. And I I I <laughs> love you see I would... it? <laughs> sorry what
0: Anthony Anthony's talking to us. Um uh, oh, I, oh,
3: I can't see the chat.
0: Oh wait, hold he, on. I'll pull it up. He said everyone comes back to live except for Uncle Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yep. he is the only person so true. far. Like everyone
1: has come back, which is crazy. Even the Thor's like alter ego that they deleted, and like um uh, Donald Donald Blake, he came back as that. Yeah, Donald Donald Blake. Blake. So it's
2: like everybody. yeah, yeah. Bucky came back. Um, Tim Drake came back. Glenn. Like everybody yes. comes back besides Uncle Ben, but he's not super powered, <laughs> and so Uncle Ben can't come back.
0: Well, <laughs> has has Jonathan Kent ever, Jonathan ever come back? Ever come back?
2: That's. uh, I'm gonna say probably not.
1: There are series where uh, Superman's mom and dad are alive, and there are series where they're dead or they die. But then, then they will restart, and they're there. Like currently, I think they exist because uh, they, yeah, because he drops off uh, Lois and Jonathan, and he says, "You stay here while I go to space and deal with space issues or whatever." And so, like they're alive. So it's it's weird. Like New Fifty Two, they were dead, and then they come back. Babysit
2: my super powered kids while I go to space.
1: Yeah, yeah. you take care of this kid. That's unstoppable. Like, okay. (laughs) Yeah.
2: Well, I guess we they he did they did raise Superman. So if they could do it once, they could probably do it again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I I definitely would recommend that. I they they called themselves the Ant Avengers. Um, (laughs) and I would (laughs) I would love if they did a series of that. I would yeah I would really appreciate that. I don't think they will. Um, but yeah, I would.
3: That sounds fun. Anything
2: that has Ant Man, I mean that's, the, anything that has Ant-Man on it, I will read and buy. That's part of the reason that I bought that all out Avengers because Ant-Man was on the cover and he wasn't even in the comic. So who knows?
0: <laughs> I, I would do think he was on like the last
2: page. Yeah, like he would just pop up and be like,
0: Hi guys, how can we see you the whole time?
2: I was small. <laughs> but uh yeah, I
1: was here. I seen
2: everything. I just chose not to help out. Yeah, I was I was battling. Uh, gnats, <laughs> how about, yeah, how like, about you, Mark? Ass- <laughs>
0: um, what do I got oh. here? There we go. Um, so yeah, last week, uh, oh, Gotham we go. City year one, number one, came out. Um, and so this is that like it's like a prequel series before Batman, it's like two generations before Bruce Wayne's born. And uh, I can't remember the name of the, the Wayne in Wayne Manor right now, but um. <laughs> the whole series is based on how uh, essentially Gotham city went from this place of like glamor and sophistication to what it is, as we know it during the Batman years. Um, And issue one started off pretty strong. It follows um, uh, uh, Sam Bradley, who uh, I mentioned last week, he is from some of the original runs of Batman, like way back in the day. Um, And so it's kind of taking place in that time frame of like the, I think it's like the fifties or something like that. And, um, basically he's getting mixed up with the Wayne's. He's a private eye. The Wayne's daughter has been kidnapped and he was just told to go give the Wayne's like a note and that's how he got involved. And then they like, you know, they beat him up because that's what you did to people that might know more than they're letting on back in those days. You just, you just beat him up. Um, but yeah, um, I'm excited about this series. It's written by Tom King, who has done a lot of Batman um mm-hmm. over the years. Um the artist is Phil Hester. Um but yeah, so I'm I'm excited for it. That's that's my first one that I uh I had on my list for today was Gotham City year one. Um yeah. man, there
2: is so you- much you- uh there are so many Batman
0: stuff out this this month, oh. it's ridiculous. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like my uh the guy in my like... comic book shop and i were actually joking about that today just How so, so, so? much just like just not only... you, know, you you know, it it's kind of like with uh with star wars now and in marvel is there's always a star wars comic out every every week mm-hmm. and it's just there's something batman coming out every week um it, it, and it really is thing. and you
1: think even batman adjacent characters harley robin uh that when there was like Batwing and there's all the poison ivy could be considered that. So there's, there's always Batman books.
0: Yeah. But, but I kind of like this era that we're getting into of exploring a lot of like the villains takes on like the over, the overarching story is you're just getting, yeah, I like that there's this poison ivy series out. I like all these like kind of one shots they're doing with the Batman villains, the one bad day or whatever. Um I picked up yeah, the other one, which, which, which worse. Tom King. also yeah. And so I think every single one of those is a different team doing it. And somebody and it seems like they're going with people who are very familiar with the characters um, from just like previous Batman series. But um, yeah, I'm I'm digging that. I'm digging this. Uh, let's let's see the comic book world from the side of the villain. <laughs> It
1: is an interesting take. I, I like that. Uh, except like with the Joker book, they kind of baited and switched. And I was like, this is about Joker. Uh, it's actually about Christian Gordon. I was like, why well, do not want a Joker book? So,
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, Andy, what else you got for us, man?
1: Okay. So, another book, I because of New York Comic Con unpacking and unpacking all that, I read three books. So, from last week, uh, Unbreakable Red Sonja number one, this is a new Red Sonja number one that came out. Uh, there was a, a main Red Sonja book by Miracle and who wrote and did. The art that and there's mortal red sonia that's currently going on. She kind of has like a couple different books, but usually they're only like six-seven issues or like at the most ten. Um, this one is written by uh Jim Zub, who wrote Wonder Woman Conan, or I mean Wonder Woman, yeah, Wonder Woman Conan and then Red Sonia Conan. <laughs> so uh and then the illustrator I don't know, Giovanni Valletta. I'm not familiar with that person at all, but the art is pretty good. And for people that don't know Red Sonia, you can think like female Conan. In the vein of uh Xena, mm-hmm. um, just like a, a, a female barbarian, basically, she likes to drink, uh, she likes to go on adventures, and uh, she's very like afraid of like sorcery, and so it's it's pretty cool. This one, if you notice on the cover, there, there's a little redheaded girl on top of her, which might give away something that happens in it. So, let's say more <laughs> than just swords and sorcery, a little, a little time travel in this one, but uh. It's, uh, starts out with her just getting drunk in a bar and then she argues with a guy. She's like, I drank six flagons of meat. It's like red. Sonya, you drank seven. I know how much I drank. And like, then she goes out and gets in a fight and then there's a monster and she gets pickpocketed. So it's a classic sword and sorcery. Tale, but then something crazy happens at the end. Like, wait a minute, what? And, uh, I am I'm, I'm kind of curious to see where it's going. This is now the main red Sonya book because there's not a current, just red Sonya. It will be unbreakable. And then immortal is like a spinoff thing within her writer. So, uh, I recommend it if you like a uh, sword you, and sorcery event, dynamite red Sonja unbreakable that uh, just came out.
2: All right. I was going to ask who, uh, who's that by. That sounds good. I, I see that at the shop from time to time and uh, yeah, like, don't really know much I'm about like- it. So that was cool to get a understanding of it.
0: Yeah, I really I'm like D- dynamites, like a deep dive into uh, like kind of comic book lore. Cause they, they also do all the original like comic book characters, like the Mask mm-hmm. and um, the Phantom. Uh, what was the other Black Bat, who Batman's based on? Yeah, uh, like all
1: the old pulp characters.
0: Like there's um, uh,
1: Miss Fury, uh, like kind of like the Spirit, yeah. like the old time like adventures that where they would just have a gun. They don't have superpowers. But they have like a cape and a mask, and they would go out on uh, adventures, like kind of mm-hmm. like the 1940s serials they were called, but, like the radio adventures. So they own a yeah. lot of the, right. they have the rights to do that. Red Sonya, Vampirilla, uh, John Carter, uh, the I was uh, I forget what's called that, uh, Warlord of Mars, um uh, Shauna, the She Devil. So it's like a lot of these old like 19 even thirties and forties and fifties characters that they come and they put out now. And they also have like garbage pail kids they're doing. And uh sometimes <laughs> they do it. <like, laughs> get- so it's it's crazy like how the the franchises they have, like even like on the back, Godzilla. So like you know it's like yeah. And that's like I would W too, but so they, like Dynamite's cool. Like a lot of people are just like, oh, it's just hot chicks. But like the Red Sonja stories are pretty good. And they have like a lot of other things too that they do. Um I know there's a Red Sonya Vampirilla. Red, Red Sony versus Vampirilla upcoming that's gonna be pretty cool. Oh, that that's, that's the throne book. That's why. Um yeah, but there's there's a lot from dynamites. So I mean, yeah, everything might have be for you, but there might yeah. be something that is for you.
2: Yeah. There's only one uh, way to know uh, is to, to pick it up and read it
0: yeah actually when I, I was going back through my uh collection a couple weeks ago and i found i have some zorro and some uh uh phantom and uh man i think i have a black bat that because they they kind of did a, a reboot of those back around when the new 52 started as well and mm-hmm. so i i hopped on a lot of those when those were coming out but um i didn't keep going with them because i i took a long think six year break from comics oh, wow.
1: <laughs> and then they, they did a team book that was called masks where they got like all those classic heroes yeah no that, know, that like, that's crazy. what I have
0: I have the mask oh, series okay. yeah yeah so um yeah and a couple of the the kind of the one offs that went along with that as well um but yeah they, they're they really fun I like those old yeah the old radio story comics um they
1: they class. they can be fun like they're simple so you're like, someone robbed the bank and now we got to get them. But they're,
3: they're,
2: they're. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's going back to uh, the Ant Man story. The Ant, it was, I, I said this in my post on Facebook about it, or on uh, Instagram, rather, that um, it was just a simple story. And I think that that can be like insulting if you read it the, that word the wrong way. But it's, especially for Marvel, I think it's like Marvel does such a good job of just overcomplicating things. And so it was nice to just have a tale that was just like, this is like, you kind of understand what's happening. There was a little bit of like twist and stuff, especially with, like I said, with Ultron, but um, yeah, there's nothing wrong with a simple tale. you know, like comics don't have to be like the most complicated thing in the world to be good. Um, In fact, I don't think they should be. I think they should be approachable. And I mean, obviously there should be different levels of depth to it, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with, uh, yeah just having something simple to dive into yeah uh, the uh, I think
1: the vil- i was going to say on, the, villain of the week formula like 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 the flash show early on oh, it was yeah it was i like, miss yeah, it yeah, so much you know, but like here's okay this week i'm gonna fight you know the rainbow raider and then next week we're gonna fight you know Gurger. So it's like it's cool. <laughs> like, here's a, a self-contained. I can pick up this one issue of, uh, you know, of Flash. I can read it and I can know what's going on. And at the beginning, the middle, the end of this story, one issue, rather than you know this epic twelve issue thing where like, you know, Galactus is coming and we have to prepare and blah 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 blah. So I, I kind of like the the books that are more like, just you know, you read the one and there you go and it's done and you know you get your whole story one shot.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's like now today, it's like you're at least getting two stories for one story arc. And like, that's actually yeah. the case with the, the Thor that I have up here behind me. It's that it's, it's, uh, it's Cates's last two fours before, um, the writer switches, but he's also, yeah, he's doing venom. So venom's in this and there's two, two comics coming out with venom and then it's moving on. Um, but yeah, back in the day, you just, Every week it was like, oh, are they fighting this week? And then you get a little preview at the end of like, come back next week when they're fighting so-and-so or just some. I miss that so much, man.
2: I, I think, I mean, I, I enjoy trade paperbacks, but I feel like they definitely did comics a disservice because then everything just becomes about getting those six, five or six issues. And we've talked about this before, but I mean, really like, You know, I'm such a sucker for uh, like a comic cover that says, like, here's Iron Man versus the Mangler. And then it's just like you see Iron Man like in a like, like I just made up a person. I don't think the Mangler is real or like ghosts. You know, I have I have Iron Man versus ghosts and you see him like getting hit by a ray and he's like, oh, no. And like maybe that panel or that doesn't even happen in the comic. (laughs) But it's it's so cool. And then I, yeah, like he's, I, I read a lot of the old Avengers. I, I think I read, you know, the first couple dozens of uh, the initial Avengers run and everyone ends like that, oh, wow. like come back next Kang yeah. the Conqueror and just like, hell yeah, I'm going to come back for whoever
0: Kang the Conqueror is, you know? Um, <laughs> and then, and then you would I also think- see cheesy things with Iron Man, like when he had roller skates.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so why would he eat that if he can fly? Yeah,
2: I'm yeah. <laughs> a man in an iron it suit is. just it rolling is. down the street.
1: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> imagine that just like it's just him going by. Like, oh, that's on,
2: yeah, <laughs> like that. Yep. There, there goes our hero. I, what this is kind of <laughs> off topic, line. but I love how. I love how, like, there was such a quick course correction. In, I don't know if anyone here has read, like, the first couple of Iron Man uh, comics. And like they changed mean, like, his the design original? so rapidly. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was kind of his silver suit, you know, the big bulky thing. And
2: it's kind of, like, eh, now he's
1: in the radio. You know? It's, it was like...
2: Yeah, and I wonder... I think they changed it, like, after the first or second. I think they were like, this ain't... This isn't like this isn't it, um, but yeah, I, I don't know for sure if that's because like just pushback or whatever, but uh, yeah, um, it was, it's yeah, it's fun to go back into those worlds and just kind of get a flashback into a bygone era, you know,
3: mm-hmm. um,
2: yeah, but uh, just, just to kind of keep this thing rolling, I, I dove into Blink number two, uh, which is a continue, obviously, number you know, the second one in the, the issue. I don't know why I had to say that to clarify that I wanted to sound smart. Now I sound stupid, but uh, that happens. Uh, So this story is just this journalist. uh, Well, it's a pair of journalists, but really there's a a main protagonist or a a main person that we're following who's exploring uh, their uh, history, but they, they can't really remember their childhood. They remember being a part of like this weird kind of cult, or like doomsday kind of thing. And she doesn't really, she doesn't have clear memories of everything that happened during that time. Uh So her and another journalist break into the building that she used to live into. And she starts kind of exploring into the history. And honestly, if you're looking for a comic that just like right into it, this comic uh, issue number one is a little and, and kind of hard to understand. And, and this one is too, I will say that, uh so it is by uh, um let me pull that up real quick. It is by Christopher uh Sabella and my boy Hayden Sherman. Um mm. yeah, and you know Hayden Sherman was the reason I jumped on it, just because I'll get anything that he does. But um yeah, the, the writing is a little complicated. There's there's a lot of like dialogue that uh, is maybe either like it's it doesn't want to be complete and it's thought because maybe it'll give away like a sp- spoiler in the end. I mean like it's it's kind of like you're missing out on a part of the conversation feels something. and I think that's because they're waiting to reveal some things. But it's it's pretty spooky and the the monsters that are not to give it away remind me very much so of the uh spirit in um the Me You Love in the Dark. The oh yeah that movie, was a good series. That one that was a fantastic series. I think that would make a great uh, movie. Um, I think I think I agree. it would be so much fun, yeah. Um, because I think it would be one of those movies that people know is a comic book. They would be like, "What is this?" and then just go yeah. and be like, "Oh, this is a comic." And then they read the comic, and it it would be fantastic. Maybe a good TV show, but it would just have to be one season, obviously, because of how yeah, the arc of the story. Come. Yeah. Um, I agree. With you there. And that yeah, comic is called I... Blink. Yeah.
1: Okay. Because there was a Marvel, there's uh, a Blink character. I believe is Nightcrawler's daughter or something. No, she's the one that can teleport. She's like purple skin and or blue skin, purple hair. Uh, right. So yeah. That
2: well, that's what when yeah. I came when I Googled uh, to look up this story. That was what came up initially was Blink. And then at the top it uh, so that that's the person you're talking about, Andy. Ooh. Yes. 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 So she was open. in. Uh, yeah
1: new Excalibur or something
2: like that. I, I forget her. Something okay. Like I like, I was, that was another thing that I was explaining to my girlfriend that, uh, the X-Men had this, like the X-Men started crossing over with magic and space. And I yes. thought th- I, I don't know much about that. And I've never much of those things. Cause those were like a lot more nineties from what I can gather, but it seems like such a cool concept that they're, it's like when, uh, um, the fantastic four, like stop there's this one fantastic Four run. I can't remember what it is but they do something that's like they stop like a mutant or something like that and the X-Men were like what are you doing and they're like well why do we have to only fight like big space monsters that come to earth why can't we like take care of or maybe it was maybe I'm backwards no I think I am backwards I actually think it is the astonishing X-Men run where the X-Men take down a big monster that the fantastic four is fighting um Ah. What was that, Andy? It yeah. sounds familiar. Um, yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure that was the Astonishing X-Men. Well, um, and then they and I think that that's because cool because it's just like...
3: Wow, it's I like why the would you limit these guys be? to
2: just like the...
3: <laughs> we'll
2: we'll keep talking over each other. That'll be fun. Um, Makes but, for yeah, great audio. I, I'm enjoying this. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That'll be fun. You're getting two for the price of one there. But um yeah blink I'm enjoying it I didn't get into issue 3 yet so I'll get there um
0: but yeah Mark do you got it, you got another one for us buddy Yeah I got one more kind of going back to uh you know just the concept of who who's so and so fighting this week and it's always kind of like this geeky kind of villain um minority mm-hmm. or uh, minor threats uh number 2 uh, number came, came, out, two last came last out last week Oh, there goes another comic just off the shelf. Um, it's dead. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so this is from Patton Oswalt. Um, I don't know if you yeah. know about this one, Andy. Um, I see. It's, the such, it good. it's such a clever idea because it's exploring all these like essentially what's going on is a bunch of D-list villains are teaming up because like an A-list villain kind of did the killing joke uh, maneuver. They've killed the mm-hmm. Batman of this universe's uh, sidekick. But now all the uh, the Justice League of this universe, they're kind of going uh, like the boys where all the superheroes mm-hmm. are actually just like terrible people who don't give a shit about anything. Um, and they're just going hard and they're trying to find the killer. And so this team of dealers is like, well, I'm tired of like the superheroes going around, destroying our city and just taking out every villain they possibly can. So let's get to this guy first. And so that's what this whole thing is, is that they're trying to search their city for the guy who killed the version of Robin in, in here. And uh, yeah, the art, the art is fantastic. Cause it is playing back on like uh, the older comics and then Patton Oswalt. Actually, it's really funny. Um, Judd Apatow is quoted on the front of this. I don't know if you guys can read oh, it. Jeez. Yeah, it says minor <laughs> threats is exactly what one would expect from Patton Oswald. It's intelligent, funny, and twisted. I'm also worried about him. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's pretty good. That's
0: fantastic. Yeah, so I'm I'm really enjoying that one. Um, it's another one that I, uh, it's on my list of looking forward to every month. So.
1: It sounds, I did pick up the first Indy, one, uh, buy I the first say- one. Looked at it and art was
0: very good. Yeah. So nice. Um, well, Andy, do you got oh, one yeah, more was... for us and then we'll uh, we can yeah. wrap this thing up?
1: Sure. I have one more that I, I picked up. This is from last week, came out last Wednesday. This is uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Saturday morning adventures. This is a one of
0: six. Oh, I wanted series to get this. Yeah, i yeah. heard such good things. Yeah, the yeah, guy on a comic book Lair like really talked this up. Like so what yeah. is yeah
1: uh, it's uh, a retail well not a retelling it's uh like tales set in the classic cartoon universe from the 80s and early 90s of the ninja turtles because there's the main book there was last ronin and now there's this one i believe it only has six issues mm-hmm. but it's um you know just wacky tales but not so heavy um yeah uh, this one does seem like it's more like you know, there is an overarching story but there is kind of like you know like the episode you'd walk the one episode oh they're going to fight leatherhead and that's what the whole episode is so this one donatello yeah. builds a uh, virtual reality machine it's when they're going to they're so tired of training because splinters just make them train 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 so they like splinters like well you can do this one other thing and then they get stuck in the virtual reality machine and the only way to get out is to beat the simulation so yeah, classic happen in there and you know uh hilarity ensues but it is it is very cool I got the Kevin Eastman cover because even though he doesn't write it, he still is doing the cover but there's the classic turtle
0: art cover mm. I believe there's yeah four
1: or five covers um I'll get to open up real quick
0: who's doing oh. the art that that yeah, turtle's so logo stupid, means so my, much to me. Yeah, this <laughs> one here,
1: the classic. Like, it the just one we represents
0: so much of my childhood.
1: <laughs> yes, like if you're any age, would say like if you're twenty to like fifty right now, you know what the Ninja Turtle looks like, like the the logo. It's like
3: it's yeah, pops in mean, your
1: head, and that that's it so this book is written by an Eric Burnham, Burnham. I'm not familiar. And the art is by Laddie. And I'll try and show you some, but it is kind of like cartoony art. Like here's a picture of the shredder. I don't know if you
0: can, I gotta get a better camera here. I mean, yeah, I might, I might have to go get that. Yeah. But it, I, yes, I do yeah, recommend same. it.
1: It's not a heavy book. If you like the Ninja Trolls at all, um, it, it's a fun read. I mean, there's no blood. There's no curse. the exact opposite of Last Roman, which was very good by the way. But um. <laughs> Yeah, check out, uh, Ninja Turtles, uh, Saturday morning adventures. Um, I believe
0: it's only six issues. Let's see, I'm looking into yeah, it. Yeah, right I think I'm now. gonna have to
2: get that. I've heard just so much good stuff. So, I guess next, well, I might be uh going to my comic shop this weekend because Andy, I don't know if you saw this, but they're uh, they're doing they changed their uh, back issues are now half off the cover price. Oh, um, wow, so. Ah. Yeah, so I think I'm going to be sitting down there sometime this weekend and just uh, I know there's some like there's some variant issues that I wanted to get that I saw in there and like some maybe some, you know, issues that I missed or whatever. So I think I'm going to be sitting down there and picking some That's out and stuff. probably going to pick up that uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles comic yeah. because I've yeah been wanting. I I So I read, a, well, I half read a, a Power Rangers versus Godzilla comic and I really enjoyed it. Um, even though I didn't finish, it was a lot of fun. Um, I do plan on finishing it, but it, it made me want to go back into like those more kind of, you know, Saturday morning cartoon worlds. And that's Mm -hmm. all I've been hearing about for that, uh, that comic. So I'm definitely going to have to chat out, but, uh, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to land the bird here in a little bit But before we do that. Uh, Andy, is there any anything that you want to promote? Anything that you got going on that you want to talk about? Or how can people get a hold of you?
1: Uh, well, if you want to find me on uh, Facebook, you just type in my name, Andy Header, and I will come up. On Instagram, the same thing, I believe. I'm Andy underscore Header. Just type in my name again. The only one that comes up. And then on Twitter, I got creative and I made a sexual innuendo, so I am at GetSomeHeader. Get it? Ah, <laughs> uh, you follow me there for there see all my. Pictures from New York Comic Con if you're interested. Um, sometimes I do comic reviews. That like, I, I always post my pull list now, so I, I post that up on Instagram. And then my my wrestling uh, uh, shows that I post, I have nothing coming. I might be on a show this Saturday in New York. It's like a wrestling convention slash show, so I might be doing okay. that. Um, but I, I don't want to officially say, hey, go see that. I'm not there. Um, that uh, PPW you're is sure. uh, one that I support. And Outbreak has a show. Um, they're actually, they're both running the same day, but I go one that's November 12th at the Hamburg field house. If you want to see, you know, local indie wrestling in Pennsylvania, that's good. Come to see outbreak wrestling, Hamburg, Pennsylvania, Hamburg field house. I will be there. Don't know who I'm wrestling, but I, I will be there. So that's really the only thing oh. I have going. And when did and, you uh, say that was November 12th? It's a Saturday.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, sure I have, to, I mean, have to, I to warn you, you I, I will, I will not make it.
1: I, yeah, I make Mark will not making it he's <laughs> on the other side of the United States. So,
0: <laughs> but you uh, yeah. know, if if, if 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 the planets align, that somehow I can make it, I'll definitely be there. <laughs>
1: well, cool. I appreciate it. Um, and if you guys want any uh, recommendations of any characters or comics you want, like we didn't even talk Eight bill and Genies, which we all reading, which is fantastic. So, oh my gosh, uh,
0: yeah.
1: I give you any recommendations of anything, and say, "Hey, I like you know Punisher. What's a good Punisher story?"
0: Yeah. Mm. Well, yeah. Well, Andy, man, thank you so much for being on here with us. Uh, It was great to like finally meet you in you know virtual person, I guess, rather than just messaging each other through Instagram. But (laughs) no, it's good. And you know, talking to you now too, I gotta say, it's just uh, mostly I just see pictures of you and your wrestling get up, and I'm just like, man, I don't want to fuck with that guy. Um, (laughs) But no, you're you're a nice, (laughs) sweet guy.
1: (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. You're a nice,
0: sweet boy. So you do want to fuck (laughs) with them. Yeah. <laughs> oh, after yeah. um, said Well, we today. got we got a we got a, a tentative uh, arm wrestling match coming up. Some <laughs> yeah, that's future, the first right. <laughs> <laughs> Wow,
2: we really brought it full circle. All right, sure did. Well, uh, on on that note, and I will be the referee for that. Just an FYI, I'm going to buy <laughs> a referee <laughs> shirt for for just that occasion. Um, <laughs> just that. But yeah. Everybody who's been watching along just want to say thank you so much for hanging out with us on this Wednesday night. It means the world to us. If you haven't already, I uh, just ask that you would subscribe to our YouTube channel, our Twitch channel. Uh, give us a like on Facebook, wherever you're watching this right now. And uh, yeah, share it around. If you know somebody who's into comics or anything like that, I send, them, uh, send this their way. That would be very appreciated. If you could uh, follow us on Spotify or Google podcast I don't know why I went to Google podcast Apple podcast wherever you get your podcast we are available there I believe so yeah give us a subscribe that would really help help us out uh, I know they say leave reviews apparently that helps too give us a review why not uh, yeah. be kind cuz I'm a yeah. sensitive boy um, and I'll I'll take the hard yeah, stuff there you go that's what she said. All right. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, once again, Andy, thank you so much. And uh, we will be back here next uh, next Wednesday. Same pool time, same pool channel. And uh, we're we'll talking some, some great comics then, I'm sure. So uh, yeah, thank you, everybody. And uh, that's comics, baby. That's comics, baby.
3: <laughs> that's comics, baby. <laughs> that's
2: comics, baby. Oh, boy.